It looks like we've made it to Friday, December the 30th, as it is, 2022. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and I am glad to be a part of the show today. Glad to be with you for today's episode as we do our final episode of the year, literally final episode of 2022 rolling into 2023. We at Things You Might Have Heard like to believe we are doing their best to bring you yesterday's latest in information, politics, and current events, and pop culture. We also aim to be your go-to source for unconventional stories that mainstream media outlets might overlook while giving you just enough insight on some of the stories they may spend a little too much time on uh, so you get the whole thing. And we, as your news, news side piece, ask you to please stand by. We'll take good care of your news needs while the national anchors may have missed a couple things here or there. So as the teaser graphic shows, we're going to talk about Andrew Tate. If you don't know who he is, then you are one of the lucky ones. Uh, he has overtaken the media in the last couple of months doing this thing for a while. We'll get deeper into what he is and who he is and what he actually did to why we have to talk about today. However, we have seven other stories in, as well in the the cast for today so that were of course vetted by u.s conversational and then uh, of course curated by me uh, for the cast for this morning so uh, we'll explain how the vetting process happens and once you get the past the headlines about the 10 12 minute mark you'll see how that works out so stick around for that but for more information about what we do totally here at the show or the podcast if you listen to this one uh, or basically at our main website all the projects we have at the conversation project what makes us a project check us out at this is a conversation project Dot com. Let's get into the stories today. Eight, fed it by you, curated by me. Starting off with the man of the hour, misogynist influencer Andrew Tate reportedly arrested in Romania for rape. Now, I don't always get a chance to edit the headlines. Usually I basically take it from uh, the articles I do because a lot of these things I'm posting from my phone and just posting into the feeds for you to react to. Andrew Tate got the top spot for all the responses for yesterday, as he probably should have. Uh, at the same time, he probably shouldn't have. If you've not heard of Andrew Tate, he is a influencer who's basically telling men that they need to be men, they need to be beefy, they need to be kind of angry and just sort of whatever. However, he's essentially pulling off the act of being kind of a, a jerk and not exactly who you want to um, you know, make your men emulate. But in the Instagram um, um, roar we live in, he's got flashy cars, he looks good, he talks about what's going on, and he says things in a way that are reacting to kids, uh, men and women who are a little lost, looking for some direction, and he's giving direction, although the bad direction. Sort of the thing that you learn, like I learned way back when, when I was working with kids in a um, weed and seed program in um, in Alabama, uh, about the fact that if, you know, if a parent isn't showing somebody love, and, it's, and a drug dealer comes up and shows them a little love, they will follow that drug dealer, you know, to, to hell and back, which is why you have to make sure you intervene on those things. Now, what has happened? Well, he and his brother are accused of luring women to lavish villas using um, lover boy method. That is, you know, you know, yeah, they're still doing, you know, that type of stuff. And then keeping them in a small studio where they're forced to uh, work on porn as porn models, doing things like that. And of course, do the deeds in some cases. Police arrested four suspects upon relying on social media posts to figure out that they had uh, returned to Rome, Romania, uh, which was, was where they could pick them up. Um, but what was weird about this was after the release, uh, Tay posted a photo of him on Instagram smoking a cigar, saying, yeah, there's nothing wrong, in, in a fake interrogation room, like he was in control. This guy is a menace. You may think he's just sort of this, this internet dude, but you got to be careful what your kids are watching on the internet, because especially since they're younger and impressionable and the whole thing about 
kids are brain damaged and that brains aren't developed to like 25 or so. This is the kind of thing you got to keep an eye for. And I'll, that there's a theme going on today with, you know, men behaving badly. And unfortunately, a lot of them are, are African-American men. So here goes Bill Cosby plans 2023 comedy tour after overturned sexual assault conviction. Bill Cosby plans to start touring again after next year, uh, after his release from prison in 2021. His representative, Andrew Wyatt, confirmed to Fox News Digital. Earlier this year, Bill Cosby's five, five Cosby accusers actually sued him under a new York law that temporarily halted the statute of limitations for abuse allegations. We'll see how those go. Uh, but Cosby told folks that he respects people who have a clear viewpoint of what has happened in his life to what happened to him, how he went through stuff. And so he's going to continue to just be Cosby going forward. Uh, of course, found guilty on all accounts of the 2018 trial and said that he will be able to perform again now because he's out of jail. Everything was cleared. Uh, all his is, is basically, Senate stuff is done. Uh, he now is now focusing on touring again. What the tours will turn into, we shall see. Are you going? We shall see. TJ Holmes files for divorce from Marley Freebig amid Amy Robot relationship. So this is now not so much men or women behaving badly. This is, you know, grown adults doing grown adult stuff. Unfortunately, it got caught into a very public, very um, scandalous look that may not be as bad as we think it is, because it seems like both of these people, Holmes and uh, Robach, were essentially estranged from their relationships as it went. They just, you know, started dating each other, dating their co-workers and doing it publicly and, you know, making a big show about it before they actually ended any relationships. I believe uh, Robach and Andrew Shue have filed for divorce already, and T.J. Holmes officially files for divorce for, from his wife. However, he's rumored to have popped around a few other women in the time frame that he's been estranged. We shall see how this plays out. Right now, the biggest rumor parts for these guys is the fact that they've been pulled from GMC3 and now are shopping around themselves to other places to work. Or We'll see how that plays out as well. Our next story, Nick Cannon welcomes baby number 12, daughter named Halo, with Alyssa Scott. Now, I actually had a conversation with people in my office confused on how many babies Nick Cannon actually had or how many women. The women number is still a bit fuzzy, but this is baby number 12. Now, it gets confusing with Alyssa Scott because this is um, the second baby that Nick Cannon and Scott have had together. The first one was Zen, a boy who died at five months after brain cancer. So this is their second child together, which makes the number a little odd, but that's not where we're focusing this. This is child number 12, born December 14th. Her name is Halo. Alyssa Scott also gave a little bit of a love and an appreciation for the baby Zen in, a, in, a, in some Instagram posts as well. But um, a lot of people will throw this up as their topic for the day for uh, quite a while in, in the radio post. Basically, is Nick Cannon an evil person with 12 kids? You've, you've seen stories about Mariah Carey saying Nick needs to spend more time with his with her twins and other things saying that uh, Nick saying he spent a lot of time, a lot of money and going around the world, spending time with his kids. But should he put himself in this state? You want to chat about that? We can do that as well. Nickelodeon star Kel Mitchell back in court fighting his ex-wife months after being accused of owing $1 million in back child support. Now, this thing where Kel and his ex-wife, uh, Tanisha, are going back and forth over 
child support, over support stuff, over what's going on. Uh, Kel Mitchell back in the spotlight lately after he showed up on Saturday Night Live for that Kel, Keenan and Kel reunion. Uh, Kiki Palmer having a skit that put, put that together. Uh, so that's back and right. But Kel Mitchell has been doing stuff all this time. He's working. It's not like he's a deadbeat in a way if he's not getting work done. He's just Apparently, there's a dispute between him and his wife on this before going back. Uh, other stories are basically taking this from another spin, getting the attention from the daughter, Akel's daughter, saying that he she just wants her daddy around and lots of sort of those type of things. Uh, this one writer hits ba base to the point that um, his ex-wife saying he's not paying his support and he wants she wants that taken care of immediately. Let's move on to the next story, which is. Dominican court convicts 10 people in the shooting of Riot Sox star David Ortiz. Ortiz, of course, was shot in the back at close range by a man who got on a motorcycle uh, a couple of years ago. Two men were sentenced to 30 years in prison with that one, and eight others were received prison sentences between five and 20 years for helping the thing out. Private investigators hired, Dave, hired by David Ortiz said a drug trafficker was jealous of him and targeted the slugger. Just, you know, I don't like David Ortiz hanging out in the Dominican public, getting people paying attention. Let's kill him. Kind of pretty much simple like that. Investigators finding contradicted a previous theory by law enforcement uh, because Dominican law enforcement is kind of shady. I said that and I live in the U.S. I will never go to Dominican because not that they're going to find this, but Dominican uh, uh, police officers are kind of shady. Pele, who rose from Brazilian slum to become the world's greatest soccer player, dies at 82. I obviously did not write a, a headline like that, pull this from my phone, but this was breaking news that happened in the middle of the day. Though not so breaking because Pele had been fairly uh, ill for quite some time. Uh, and we've seen some, some pictures here or there of him watching some World Cup in the last couple of weeks when Brazil was playing. Brazil, of course, did not make it to the top. Uh, Argentina got this win. But Pele, uh, who was essentially the ambassador to the world of soccer, uh, passed away on yesterday. Uh, he is a Bruce from Brazil because he had a chance to show that um, Brazil put Brazil on the map essentially and played soccer in the 60s as a black Brazilian, as a person people could look up to and people can see. And essentially, all my life, everybody knows Pele as a soccer, you know, legend. Even in this generation, they, they hark back to the things done by Pele back, you know, 50 years ago. Uh, so we are all sad, and the world is basically sad by this. But essentially, they're going to have a funeral at the stadium that he played in uh, back in the day for everyone to come to. And in fact, the family allowed people, the regular people, to kind of come and join in near the hospital and join in the, the, the loss, join in the grieving of Pele, who is a national figure, a worldwide figure, if you will. The world is mourning the loss of this person, Pele. Southwest normal flight operations resume Friday. That's today. And from some news reports I have with people sitting outside of terminals at Southwest, everything is flowing well. And there are no big lines going on. Planes are actually taking off. Whatever happened with Southwest, a combination of the weather, which affected everyone, and then somehow their IT system just blew up. And for the next three days, as weather cleared, they had to deal with the fact that they were canceling 90% of the flights going out into the world and causing all sort of chaos. It became what it became. Southwest is going to have to pay a bunch of fines and do a bunch of changes and have a bunch of what's going on. And Pete Buttigieg is going to be the champion for fixing Southwest. Says he can't, you know, he, you know, he's not going to fix their programming of the IT system, but he's got to figure out why they were so bad and keep other ones from doing just as bad in the future. Southwest Airlines, which most people at this point hate, even though their symbol is love, L-U-V, on the stock market, 
A lot of people aren't so happy throwing around their love for Southwest lately and all the things shenanigans are doing. They're pretty much just like everybody else, except this time they screwed up a lot more than everybody else. We have a teaser story. This is a story that we may talk about in the next edition of our show, and that won't be until Monday. So on Monday, what will happen is we will give you 10 stories that Monday morning, and it's going to be pulled from the top 30 stories of over 90 stories that we'll post between today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, New Year's Day, and the first five hours or so of of Monday. So what we're going to see is um, stories that will be scattered. It's going to be a hard time to get into folks. In, into the, the fix. So we'll see if this one survives. I thought it was truly, extremely interesting. So we put it up here to tease for today, something that's posted about an hour ago. So you can engage with it. Twitter flames, Twitter flames time article for calling exercise racist. So goofy, I consider it satire. Your mileage may vary on that one, but what you can see from this is um, you can see the article. I read the full article myself. I see where they're coming from, but the whole point is a little bit, it's a little bit much course time has to fill his coffers with things to wrap up the year as well so you can tell me if you think the racist exercise article by time is worth chatting up come monday morning do it by following us on our feeds where you can vote these things up this is how you vet things to be going going as conversational on facebook we're at this is the conversation project and on twitter we are th underscore conversation Go to those sites, follow our feeds, check out what's going on, read the stories, engage with them by liking, loving, hating, whatever the platform allows you to do. The more engagement the story gets, the higher score comes up towards the end of the term. When it's morning time, day by day, it's day by day. Come Monday, it's Friday all the way through Monday morning. We'll see what stories are in the top 30 range, which means you've vetted them as pretty darn conversational. We're going to vet those down. To about 10 stories, to 10 stories exactly, to give you for your Monday morning, to get you started for <coughs> your coffee chat, your chatty chat, chat, all that chat stuff right there. Now, we take a break from talking about the show to talk about the sponsors, because we need sponsorship help to make sure the show keeps going going well and going on. So uh, step by our website and check on the link on sponsors, which is this is conversationproject.com slash sponsors for many more sponsors to take good care of you. Today, we're spotlighting Grammarly. Grammarly is the uh, thing that keeps me going. I am a poor grammar person, not a bad writer, as in the way of I don't I write pretty good stuff. I have good ideas. But grammar and spelling are my vein of existence for all my life and doing things. It's been pretty obvious in some of my online writing where things were rushed and things were put in there and, you know, they, they just don't look right. Grammarly is something that I personally found many, many years ago and have been paying the price for it, too, because the price of Grammarly is worth it. Uh, check it out at this. It's a conversation slash Grammarly. This is an affiliate link. So we get a little bit of commission for you going to Grammarly. But if you're having issues with your writing, Grammarly may be an OG this, these, these days. You might find these little randomish um, AI type stuff. And I am using some of those as well to, to pull things out and test around as well. But Grammarly just works. It's not truly uh, deep AI type stuff, but it just checks your things as a super powerful grammar checker. It will help you change the way you write things, help you change or rephrase things that seem kind of out of sorts. Basic spelling, basic grammar, figure out which one, which there, there, and there works out, things like that. If you're bad at your grammar, Grammarly is what you need to get because it also uh, syncs up with pretty much everything you own. Uh, syncs up with your office products, Word, Excel, all those things. Syncs up with your Outlook stuff, syncs up with your 
beautifully your Google stuff, all the things you do in Google as well, and all the other websites. Anything that has a pop-up box that you can type into, it will spell check for you. It spell checks my stuff on, on Hootsuite when I post my things into the feeds. Grammarly is a tool that I cannot live without. And when that bill hits every year and I look at it and say, wow, I'm paying a good chunk for this thing, I gladly say, wow, I'm glad this thing exists. I gladly pay for it. You can check it out for yourself. Various plans are available at thisistheconversationproject.com slash Grammarly. Get your grammar right. Start speaking much prettier. Get our writing much prettier. And get your conversations intact with Grammarly. Now, we're going to take a moment back to talking about us or me or this, and that is the Conversation Project. We want you to check out the Conversation Project and all the things that we have providing for you. We are providing for you at this is the conversationproject.com. We have uh, links to the feeds, of course, sponsors and partnerships to help keep things going. Those there as well. Also, the other projects that we do, the other performances we have, we have a podcast called You're Welcome, where I go through some of the conversational things, some of the things that are a bit more hot topic, the little toxic hot potatoes will and i say the words that you want to say out loud in the, in the audio because that's what people kind of want to hear there's also the weekly wrap-up where we'll go through the top 10 stories of the week by pure data what the numbers say i, I won't curate them on anything i'll tell you exactly what was the top 10 stories of the week in that podcast and of course we have the um the conversations which is going to be interview sessions which we're going to start doing again Somehow, some way, we're going to schedule in interviews to do that because that was the fun thing about the conversation. Finding out what people think about stuff. And, yeah, lightning rounds are really dumb, but finding out what people think about the current events is is a little bit different, different take on things. So we want to see how people in the world – and these are just generally interesting people, people I – I find interesting people I'm interested in and friends who do interesting things. And they, it'll be a will swath random of stuff and people, um, some news people, some podcast people, some writers, some just general, just entertainers and some just flat out people who are doing kind of cool things. We'll see who pops up over the year in the conversation conversations whatever uh, yeah the, the, all those are coming all those are there plus find out all the ways you can find us via our newsletter via our podcast via all the ways you can see my face online at theconversationproject.com everything you need about us is right there so to wrap things up make things more fun at the end of the shows we have uh, today things which are birthdays uh day of celebration and one more fact starting off with birthdays on december 29th people who are making their way in the world today Tiger Woods hitting 47 years old on the day. Tiger Woods having a lower profile since um, um, in having his car crash and hurting his back and having to be back into rehab and not be able to play on a Tiger level. He was already losing some of that from some just age catching up to him. Uh, but Tiger Woods being Tiger Woods, being 47 on the day. We always celebrate Eliza Dushku. I don't know why. I don't even know what she's done lately. I, would, I did see a love actually over the, over the holiday, so... She was in that. She was, of course, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and did a couple things. Eliza Dushku, just because she has that name, 42 years old on the day. And LeBron James, King James, James James, 38 years old today, playing for now the Lakers in the United States uh, National Basketball Association. That's kind of obvious. But uh, giving ups to um, LeBron James, 38 years old on the scene and playing ball for, I guess, 21 of those since he came out of high school at 17, 18, going straight to the straight to pros one of the last players actually probably was not one of the last players in that in that um sort of sort of a thing but uh, right basically after lebron and after kobe and in and, and well after um 
Kevin Garnett, who was before LeBron James, um, they, they realized that the players, not all players were built equally coming out into coming out of high school. And that has been sort of a thing. You can fight uh, the, the balls on that one. If you want to, that is how it goes. Bacon day. Today is bacon day. Now today is bacon day, not international bacon day. That was in September, but you can still celebrate bacon domestically here on this 29th of December because you should. We all should. There will be bacon consumed in this house uh, on many occasions, on many times, in many forms uh, today because we love bacon. We have a lot of bacon. We have plenty of bacon literally in, in the refrigerator. We buy bacon by the bulk. Literally, there's bacon in this house all the time and bacon will be eaten today. We celebrate bacon every day, but today we put extra emphasis on celebrating bacon day, if you will. Now, one more thing you might not have heard as we head out the door today onto our day. You may think your bathroom scales are the only way to weigh yourself. But in a medical breakthrough, scientists discovered internal bathroom scales already do the job for you. Swedish researchers uncovered evidence of a mechanism in the brain of mice that operates in the exact way. According to research from the University of Gothenburg, body weight is recorded by the brain whether Whenever someone stands, if it notices an increase in weight, it triggers a signal that subconsciously tells the brain to stop eating so much food. Really? However, the internal scales don't work for those who sit for too long, such as office workers who spend hours sitting at their desk or TV binge watchers. So what the study is basically saying is basically you stand up and your body will tell you that, hey, you probably over overdoing it. The eating stuff. But if you're sedentary, if you sit down all day, uh, that basically um, just wipes that whole thing out. You can you can you know stand. You don't stand up and say, "Oops, I weigh 187.3 pounds. I need to stop eating so I can get down to my goal weight." It doesn't quite work that way. But your body knows as you stand up that you've put on weight. You're putting on weight and that things are, are not where they should be, and you should back off on things mentally. And then we screw it up by sitting on our butts all day. What can I say? I sit in my butt all day. It's I'm, I'm part of the problem. But the problem is a problem. The solution won't be found today on Friday, December 30th, 2022, because we're done. We're out of here. We are finished with this for the week and for the whole freaking year. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. If I did not say that part, thank you so much for joining me for this ride that is the conversation projects, things you might have heard. Thank you for joining us for the ride we've had from creating this uh August, September thing and going with it and its iterations and its things going on and its move and our move and the fake bookshelf and the real bookshelf and the green screen is actually still over here. Uh, thank you so much for uh, all that you have given us this year, feedback wise, uh, donation wise, uh, sponsorship wise, um, just eyeball wise. Thank you so much for what you've done. Uh, we're going to do a whole lot more coming in 2023. We've got plenty of things that are promised, plenty of things that we began that we're going to read figure out and get some things kind of settled we're going to do it we're going to be there and you're going to be there as well because i'm actually wearing a shirt today it's a little low so you can't see it but stay hydrated stay limber stay on task although it's out of order here on the shirt the reason why we say that is because um uh 2022 has been a kind of a difficult year for a lot of folks and just in general, this this statement came about because people who are doing difficult things. Uh, it's important to make sure that you know that there are things that you need to finish, things you must do, things you need to be here for. 
and that when those times when things don't see so great you can be reminded to stay hydrated because if you're dehydrated it's hard to get any work done stay limber if you're all stiff and aching muscles it's hard to get any work done stay on task know exactly what it is you should be doing so don't get distracted because you need to do those things so from my office my studio my team to you thank you so much for joining us for the ride and beginning the birth of things you might have heard as we continue into you know we still have we're not we're not year two until august but into our, this the new year in general with some things going on i think we did a good job today i think we got some script work going on got some camera work going on i think we just need to work on my actual eyeballs but other than that give me comments give me feedback tell me what, what i can do to make it better what i should stop doing that's making it worse and of course make sure you're following us on facebook and twitter facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation follow us in the feeds because that's the most important thing we need partnerships we need your sponsorship stuff but we do need you basically your eyeballs to read the stories and give us the scripts and make this thing work out on the up and up until monday 2023 it will be i will see you then <laughs>